0: hey Hey, everyone everyone. welcome to another episode of our podcast
1: today we are joined by the person behind our logo our friend rosanna yay rosanna hi rosanna (laughs) minor adjustments um so before we start today how is everyone's week um my week was pretty good
2: um i just started training for a new job um as like a social media marketing person um i just graduated so it's like my first j- job like <laughs> after graduating from university so i'm pretty excited and everyone's really nice so it's good
0: welcome to adulthood
3: thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun <laughs> no no <it's> not fun. <laughs> <laughs> how was your week oh
1: how was my week My was pretty chill it's getting close to christmas and so whenever it gets close to christmas all the people at work start bringing in treats and the patients so we have so much chocolate everywhere so i've just been eating chocolate all day at work
0: do you like sweet chocolate or like dark chocolate
1: i like i like dark chocolate and milk chocolate but not white chocolate
0: Mm, white chocolate is just milk isn't it
1: is it isn't it white chocolate is just like milk oh i think so yeah Yeah. it's just a touch too sweet for me
0: it is sweet just a touch yeah yeah
1: yeah how about you josh
0: i always good. Um, I'm on vacation. I'm on winter break from school. Thank you, God. <laughs> um, funny thing this week was I went back to church on Sunday and I pruned my hair and everything. Although I have pruned my hair before, but maybe this is more noticeable than before because before it was a lot tighter curls and up, but my hair now floops down like bangs. Um, but I came in full K-Drama Boy vibes with a blue turtleneck, a like tan brown trench coat and I was up on the stage square worship team and the aunties were like we didn't recognize you (laughs) you have such a beautiful hair (laughs) and I I, I have a story (laughs) Uh, Catherine remember that episode maybe you listened to it too where I was talking about how there was an auntie that like told me like she kept telling me that I was fat and then I told Mm -hmm. her you don't have anything nice to say like don't don't talk to me. Mm -hmm she said she talked to me on sunday and she said your hair is beautiful uh, guys relationship has has uh, <laughs> restarted uh, <laughs> we are on good terms now
1: <laughs> that's all it I took see. was just you have nice hair <laughs> yeah. just
0: want a little update for everyone who listened but we're on great terms me and auntie we're we're great friends now <laughs> um but yeah it was um nice to see everybody again and although this year is a little crazy we know about like the the new restrictions and then the mm-hmm. cases <sighs> yeah i really hope that we have a good christmas this christmas Mm -hmm. yeah um before we get started rosanna would you like to introduce yourself tell them a little bit about yourself who you are where you
1: came from yeah
2: Yeah. okay um yeah so my name is rosanna um i do um i do art and animation um i do a lot of like drawing um and i like singing to Um, I'm trying to get into, like, making my own music, but it's very much, like, (laughs) it's just, like, (laughs) me singing multiple parts by myself because I'm not too comfortable with instruments yet, but it's fun. Yeah, Um, and, yeah, I'm half Filipino and half European, um, and I grew up uh, in Canada.
0: Were you born here? Yes. Like, in Victoria? Yes. Oh, I know that.
1: Filipino represent... Yeah. I was like wait, I guess.
3: Sorry mom. <laughs> um
0: question for you cuz uh, I Katherine have talked about our childhoods a lot but can you like talk a little bit about how what your childhood was like or like did you have a good childhood etc.
2: Yeah. Um yeah, so I grew up um like most of my life I was living with a lot of like uh like aunts and uncles mm-hmm. um like grandma grandpa um more recently with like a bunch of my cousins um so like yeah i think it's like a pretty common filipino family thing where it's like everyone is just living in a house just the same house so many people
1: Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. yeah um definitely um i guess i don't know like a, a lot because it's just you have your uh, like my mom's a single mom. So I have my my mom and she's like working all the time. Um, and then I would have like the rest of my family who was like raising me. But then it's it's super inconsistent because it's like everyone has like their own way of doing things. And it's like, I, like, I don't know, like n- not necessarily a specific person who's like watching me. It's just kind of like responsibility spread out with the family, which is mm-hmm. nice because it's like a wide variety of people. But it's also confusing because then it's like, yeah, it's, like, you're you're not really sure what you're going to get on people's, like, parenting styles with, like, that's having really that much family.
0: Honestly. Yeah. Because yeah. I... Because, Kathleen, you're kind of similar, too. You were mentioning that a lot of your family, that like, kind of raised you and, like, took care of you when you were younger.
1: Yeah, it's actually a very similar situation, how that you bring it up. Oh, yeah. it's was like, oh, what a coincidence. Filipinos. Filipinos. <laughs>
0: um, you know what? Actually, I think that's a common thing in Asian cultures. I, for my experience, however, like... Um, my grandma or my grandparents lived with my uncle not with us and because there was four of us like our house we didn't have much room but we never really were raised by our uncles and aunts and but my cousins were because um my aunts and uncles would be working so they would ask like the other uncles or aunties to take care of them but my mom was a stay-at-home mom so we never really had that but i can see and how difficult that would be to have multiple people trying to parent you. Mm-hmm. And then for me, like I would see my aunt and uncle differently. I think if I was raised by them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, and like, I think what's interesting is like I say, you know, your, your mom's siblings are all different. Like, you know, how there's like the youngest child and like the middle child and like yeah. they're raised completely differently or their attitudes are different. I can't imagine <laughs> the chaos.
2: Yeah, and, like, a lot of them, too, like, a lot of them grew up in the Philippines and, like, some of the younger ones, like, I think my um, youngest aunt, she, um, I think she was, like, 16 when she moved here. Mm -hmm. Um, So, it's, like, it's very different, like, even just talking to them now, like, you can, like, really (coughs) see the difference in just, like, cultural background and, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's interesting.
0: Um, Question for both of you, because, so, my dad came um married my mom in Windsor Ontario or Lethbridge one of those two but when my mom moved to Canada her family followed her so for you two were most of your aunts uncles also in Canada um, do
1: you, you want to go first I'm trying to think you go first
2: okay. <laughs> um yeah so actually my um one of my aunts so ev- everyone's living in the Philippines at this point um one of my aunts married someone who lived in Victoria, um, and then, uh, yeah, they got married and then they sponsored, like, a bunch of my family to, like, come to Victoria, um, and then, yeah, so it's, like, I still have a lot of family in the Philippines and, like, other places in the world, but, like, uh, like a large portion of my family moved to Victoria through
1: that, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Know you.
3: For
1: me, I think I'm not totally sure. But I think what it is, is one of my grandma's sisters moved here first. And then everyone just kind of followed suit eventually. So then my mom's parents moved here and their whole family. And then that's, I think how I'm not totally sure to be honest, but I think that's it.
0: It was like, cause I, I've always heard there are always either two extremes where it's like one person from the family moves and everyone else lives in like, you know, their home country, like in Hong Kong or Philippines, mm-hmm. but, or like it's a herd mentality where they all just all together. Yeah. And because, because of that, like me and my cousins all live, or we all live in Victoria. Right. And that's why we're so close. But yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. I never knew this about you two at all. And we've been friends for too long.
1: <laughs> I do though when you mentioned that the opposite of the when one person moves here and mm-hmm. the other one's everyone stays at in the Philippines or whatever, is that I feel like I know a lot of people, like Filipinos, here in that mm-hmm. situation. Like it's just one they send like one kid to Canada mm-hmm. to work and that person works and supports the family in the Philippines. Like yeah. I know a lot of people that yeah. are like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty common, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's common with chinese people
0: no not necessarily um actually i wonder if like in terms of country wealth i don't know what the difference is between philippines and like Uh, hong kong because
1: philippines is
0: quite poor quite poor So i've
1: heard
2: yeah well it's like i feel like there's like people who are really rich and then people who are really poor and there's like not really people in the middle Mm -hmm. yeah Mm
1: -hmm. is it considered a third world
2: no. I'm not sure. I don't think so. I don't know. I really look that up. Yeah, we'll and, a look know, that up. <laughs>
0: um, because uh, it's interesting on that point because a lot of kids who come here, like international students, typically are rich hmm. who come here. Yeah. So like the fact that people are able to send like Philippines like, to kids here, one, that's supposed to be really difficult. But two, like, them being able to provide for the family while living here in Victoria or in Canada. Yeah. Wow. Wow, kudos to them.
3: Yeah. Wow. Hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so today um oh wait no before we get started into our topic today um maybe we should talk a little bit how we got to know each other because mm-hmm. i think we have we have a very funny story because mm-hmm. i kind of knew rosanna a little bit and then things happened. but okay
2: sounds <laughs> dramatic, right, so so dramatic what happened <laughs>
0: um it's it's just more like i didn't know per- rosanna's perspective until years after mm-hmm. it happened yep. So back in the day, when we were in high school, um, there was something called BCMEA Honor Choir. So the British mm-hmm. Columbia Music Educators Association's Honor Choir. And so s- students from different schools in BC auditioned to be in these choirs. And um, Rosanna and I were in the same choir for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't really know each other, but I knew of Rosanna's existence. <laughs> And so I met, um, some of Rosanna's friends, um, like Asia, um, and some of the other Reynolds people. Um, but, um, I didn't, I just knew Rosanna was existing like in like this realm. Okay. And then, then it kind of like, I didn't get to know Rosanna until your story happens with her.
1: So we, (coughs) bubble tea. Bubble tea. Thank you. As usual. we met at Fairway. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I can't remember how long I had been working there for, but you eventually joined. Mm-hmm. I don't remember you joining.
3: You <laughs> <And laughs> just like showed up, and I was like,
1: "Oh, hey, did I train
2: you?" I think so. Yeah. yeah? I feel like everyone who was there trained me a little <laughs> like bit. This is all blur to
1: me.
0: Do I actually know you?
1: <laughs> do, who are you? <laughs> and we became close. And so I was in Josh's English choir how it happened and then one day i just invited you yeah well (laughs) i think like i
2: um i had been i guess like looking to find an outlet for some of my hobbies because i feel like i had like um like after high school i kind of lost sight of like things that i used to like doing um so i was like i like singing and i know that you're in a choir so i think i asked you Mm -hmm. if i could come join
1: because i I knew you're in a choir Yeah. yeah I don't remember this. I feel like you were just there from the beginning. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I,
0: I do remember you saying, "Oh, I have a friend at Fairways that um, I have a friend a coworker at Fairways that wants to um join our choir." I'm like, totally. What is she saying? I'm alto, great. Let's come to tell <laughs> her to come. And then I remember when you came, I was just like.
1: Were you not expecting no cause <laughs> I, I was
0: like i know you oh yeah. but okay but this is this is before she joined choir this is mm. what i remember how i knew her was at bella's birthday party oh, yeah. downtown
3: mm-hmm.
0: right okay so your co-worker bella we <laughs> i saw you at that party and i was like she looks like that girl that was in honor choir i don't remember her name and that's and then, then you invited her i'm like this is the girl <laughs> this is it <laughs> this is the girl um but yeah so then that's how the three arcana we got to know each other was through our choir mm-hmm. which i do miss
3: mm-hmm. yes
2: rest yeah. in peace
0: english choir um
2: it'll come back someday right right maybe <laughs> maybe. maybe
0: we did <laughs> sing <was> so- <laughs> together this summer that was really fun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but okay. then rosanna and i became friends mm. and then we started talking about auto choir and rosanna shared uh, her perspective of me and our my friend christina our friend christina and i thought it was the funniest thing can you share that
2: rosanna? okay so okay as some background in high school i had like really bad social anxiety um and i i was just like i don't know i was just really insecure um and so I saw uh Josh and Christina and I knew that um like I had friends who were friends with them in the honor choir and then um I, I was just like, Oh my gosh, these people are way too cool. Like I can't talk to I them. I was just gonna say
1: I was gonna say, Were they the cool kids? <laughs>
2: yeah, I was so intimidated, I was like, Oh my gosh. No <laughs>
0: but it's funny because i'm like we were like i would i say i'm like the less least intimidating person like i was i feel like i was really chill Mm -hmm. but maybe just because of like the group mentality and like social anxiety and stuff Mm -hmm, that like mm -hmm. we just seemed like we were so cool but we were just these quiet and we (laughs) like stella stella ola like 12 part harmony
2: i remember that do you remember that I I remember some people being mad about that yeah, too. I
0: didn't join. I was like, this is dumb.
2: I thought it was so fun. Uh, maybe oh. that's why we were <laughs> friends.
0: Okay, so it's just gonna be a character for <laughs> I was like
2: he he didn't want to be in Stella Stella.
0: Stella, Stella. No. <laughs> no. I remember just sitting in the corner with like Christina and then be like, why? <laughs> like we were choir fun. kids but not like choir kids.
1: Okay. <laughs> See okay, you're further proving your point here. <laughs>
0: we've been too cool I can just picture this in
1: my head you and Christina just in the back corner just like kind of judging them as they're all in a circle like yay (laughs) (laughs) just like
0: all these choir kids singing, "Stella," playing Stella and Stella Ola while harmonizing like 15 parts or whatever Mm -hmm. and us just like this is too much (laughs) this is too much choir (laughs) oh that was funny okay let's get into our topic today Today, we want to talk about community and like cultural identity, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think maybe it would be good for us to start kind of talking about maybe our experiences as kids um, and I guess in a more westernized culture. Um, I know Catherine and I kind of talked a little bit about it, but not too, too much into it. Um, But yeah, so anyone want to share maybe just kind of their experience as a kid and like maybe their first experience of like, oh, I am different. Because I remember when I was a kid, I didn't actually feel that until I was older.
3: Mm. Yeah,
1: I know. For me, growing up, I grew up in a different city, and there was quite a close Filipino community there. So growing up, I was always at these like Filipino parties, like always surrounded by Filipino people. Um, a lot of my friends were mostly white, though. Interestingly enough, <laughs> but yeah, it was a super close community growing up. And I never felt different, like, but then it wasn't until I got older and, like, I found that in Victoria there weren't as many Filipino people mm. around, Um, so I had, like, my friends and stuff, but when I did meet, like, Filipino people, they were, like, usually people that had, like, immigrated from here, so they were, like, real, real Filipino, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean? So, I definitely felt, like, super whitewashed in compared to them. Because they would be all, like, talking Tagalog, like, fluently. And I'd just be sitting there, like, "Mm -hmm,
0: Wait, what was your dialect? Bisaya. Bisaya.
1: Bisaya. 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 Yeah. 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 Or also,
2: oops, or also (laughs) Cebuano. But honestly, like, I don't know what the difference is between the two of them. Apparently, Cebuano is, like, a, like, Bisaya is, like, the a group term of a bunch of other languages and Cebuano is one of them, but some people use those interchangeably. So I really don't know.
1: I thought they were different.
2: Yeah, see, I I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because when I look it up (laughs) online, I'm like, how do you say like this word? What's the translation of it? They're like, oh, that's Cebuano. And I'm like,
3: it is? It's really confusing. They sound
1: very similar because I know people that speak Visaya and Cebuano and it Mm -hmm. sounds like the same to okay. me because i yeah. don't understand any of it
0: yeah yeah okay so like okay t- tagalog is like is that considered like the pr- um prominent like la- prominent language no what's the word, word? Uh, yeah what like in saying? philippines so, the official? official language is yeah. that like the official one and then i guess okay. where you and in it...
2: like english right?
0: Yeah. 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 okay right so, yeah yeah oh yeah okay, t- tagalog is written in english that we must have, be we don't so many
1: special oh, characters hey, or anything that's so nice. because of uh, colonization oh. <laughs> I said colonizers. That's true. We did have because they don't use it anymore. But that, what is that? What is it called? I don't remember. Oh. But uh, I think the... there's
2: like a resurgence of like the traditional Filipino writing, mm-hmm. and like it's apparently different in different areas too. Oh. Um, I saw like a map that was like this is what it looks like in the like Visayas region, and like this is what it looks like in another region. Oh. It's really interesting.
1: That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, we don't mm-hmm. use it anymore. It looks really cool though.
0: Mm-hmm. interesting
1: yeah we need to show it to you later <laughs> yeah show
0: it to me later yeah um how does i say something
2: oh um the like like yeah. the romanization
0: colonizing
3: of, of, like, <laughs> i'm sorry i don't want to bring that topic. <laughs> it's really
0: sensitive to a lot of people i'm so sorry i love all filipinos um i don't remember anyways let's keep going <laughs>
1: uh what are we okay so
0: you share your you share
1: yeah. your uh what was i mm-hmm. oh moving here feeling whitewashed and stuff and that is kind of where i've just been sitting for a while because i haven't really found a huge filipino community here yet like there's that center downtown mm-hmm. i went to a really long time ago and it felt really weird it wasn't super welcoming oh yeah like me and my mom walked in and i was like this is all right and then we just kind of left. <laughs>
2: yeah, mm. yeah. Um, my family goes there sometimes, but I'm always scared to go to stuff like that because I don't look Filipino, and I'm mm. worried they're gonna be like, "Why is this like white chick here?" You know? Because oh, yeah. I'm because it's like, yeah, it's just like another layer of like I'm not gonna be recognized by the community kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's very interesting. Like, I did we talk about this? Like, how sometimes like mixed people. Like either they look really Asian or they look really Caucasian. Yeah. Did we talk about that? I think we did. Uh, we? I don't think anyways, so. But like, I guess with you you look more Caucasian than you do Asian. Is that what you? I don't do?
3: know because so you
0: definitely seem Asian. Like I, when I look at you, I'm like, okay, she's got a little bit of Asian in her. She, yeah. She's one of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's definitely like uh, like people will. Not know I'm Filipino, but they'll think I'm like a little Asian or something. Mm-hmm. Um, one time at Fairway, actually, because it's like an Asian grocery store, um, this one, um, like older Filipino lady came up to me and she's like, You're Filipino, aren't you? And they just know, like, yeah. And she was like, I can tell. And oh, I, I felt, felt, so seen. felt so nice yeah. I We're was like, oh. That's never happened
1: before. Oh, I love that, yeah. They know, they just Is that old
0: lady. Heard. Thank you, yeah.
3: Thank you, <laughs> thank you to everybody.
0: Um, was that how about you? So, how was your like I'm really curious about your childhood because mm-hmm. like I feel like I though feel like like in Chinese and I had some kind of cultural things, mm-hmm. like how did you feel being mixed?
2: Yeah. Um weirdly I guess like I didn't really notice until like high school. So I guess similar to what Catherine was saying, um, my family was like um like friends with a lot of people in the filipino community um like in victoria um so i was like around like like Filipino kids and like their families, and we all just like it felt like family. Um, and then, like as a kid, like growing up in school, a lot of um, I don't know if it was because I was in French immersion, but a lot of our courses were focusing on like um, everyone's culture, and we had like a really big mix of different cultures um, in our elementary school. And we would like do projects showcasing our culture. So like I never felt like out of place in that way. Um, but then I think in like um, in high school. Um, I started, like, I guess, feeling like I didn't really have the same community I had when I was a kid. Um, A lot of my friends were, like, again, like, from a lot of different cultures. Um, But then, like, I don't know if this happened for anyone else, but, like, people would talk about, like, Asians and then they would only be talking about like East Asian people, mm. so I was like, "I'm not Asian, and then I was so confused because i I felt like the cultures were similar, and yet I wasn't being recognized as Asian, so like I had like a lot of um like I was really into anime and like stuff like that, and my friends thought it was really weird, and I felt it's all the same yeah and yeah. i I felt like I couldn't talk to anybody um about that kind of stuff because like i wasn't considered asian so i couldn't talk to the people who were like actually asian Mm -hmm. and i also like didn't really look asian so it's like just a
1: lot of stuff like that yeah yeah interesting Mm -hmm. so you kind of like had to be asian in order to be able to talk about that stuff openly no it was
2: well i think it was more so that like like anime's gotten a lot more like um like popular in general
0: you're lucky kids yes you're so lucky Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Yeah, because it would be, like, I had a few people I could talk to about that stuff, but, like, even, like, my close friends, who are also, like, super into anime now, and I'm, like, <sighs> come on. Like, you're grossing <laughs> me so hard in high school for being into anime, but, you know, I'm glad you found it.
0: <laughs> are it, you, though? It, well,
2: I am. I'm a little bitter a little about salty. it. A yeah. salty. A little. Um but you know that's fine um but like yeah at the time i would be like really into anime um and then i think it was more so like it felt like people who who like were like asian um like it felt like they had more similar hobbies to what i was into and yet i like didn't feel like i could participate in like those um groups of friends because i was like i'm not like actually asian Mm. because like i don't know a lot of people don't consider filipinos asian which i think is like kind of weird um really like have you not experienced no
0: i i've I've heard like kind of comment about that before okay but i don't remember what exactly but i remember people like is filipino asian or like it's indian asian i remember hearing that Mm. too i've heard
2: that one yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. um so then it's like you know like i would be with a group of friends who were like east asian and then because um, i because i did have like small friend groups like that um and then it would be like they would be talking about like asian culture and stuff and i would feel like i was just there and i wasn't actually like in included because like it's like the culture is different even though like like i i think filipinos are asian yeah <laughs> um but yeah yeah it's just like weird to navigate i guess
1: high school in general is just weird but then you bring in all those little nuances and groups and cliques and stuff and it just like it's frustrating when you look back at it now (laughs) like it was high school yeah
0: yeah i always tell my kids high school is just a weird time just just when you get to university things kind of figure themselves out Mm -hmm. um yeah it's very interesting um high school i had similar to you but i guess for me i did have a lot of chinese friends outside of school Mm -hmm. so like when i was a kid i wouldn't have thought i was different from everybody else so like um actually i have i don't know if i have it with me yeah like upstairs but i have a drawing of my best friends in kindergarten it was me a Caucasian girl and an Indian boy. Mm-hmm. I remember the names Manmeet and Aaron. What up? Oh, you're doing well. I see that I think one of you is married now. It's awesome. But like that, like they already showed like the diversity already, like mm-hmm. right off the bat. Like I think Mator in a high school is majority Caucasian. Mm-hmm. There was a good number of Asians, but like we kind of heard it together anyways. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. um, but I never really felt like you're Chinese you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i mean maybe sometimes a little comment about food or like you know my dumplings or my fried rice which tasted amazing and you're just jealous Well,
2: they're probably eating it now right yeah <laughs> dare you? um
0: but like other than that i think i had a good enough like mixture of different like like chinese friends caucasian friends that i didn't feel weird about it mm-hmm. um i know that as i got older um I did f- feel it more like for example i went to guatemala or cuba they did just literally call us chinese boy or like when we went to guatemala it was right before the pandemic and they were like um chino uh, COVID.
3: oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. but they
0: were at least still welcoming about it like uh-huh. they were just kind of like joking around about it because um apparently guatemalans love chinese people apparently um but um yeah i didn't really feel it feel it much um but i do feel the the weeb in me Mm -hmm. i did play a lot of games and watch a lot of anime a lot of my friends are like weird you're gross
3: Mm
0: -hmm. not gross you're just weird Mm -hmm. um but now it's not a problem like Mm -hmm. literally it's so normal for people to watch anime and play games and i'm like that's no fair yeah (laughs) right yeah it's so weird Mm -hmm. um my question to you now is like like as we kind of share a little bit of our childhood and like kind of how we felt then but now as adults mm-hmm. where are you kind of sitting i know kathleen kind of mentioned that you're kind of just sitting in that like Westernized, West whitewash kind of thing do you feel like you're a banana or oh. do you feel like you're a yeah
1: banana i think yeah i feel like i feel like i am i still have a lot of that uh, like filipino what do you call it aura, the like vibes. all the traditions and all mm-hmm. the like um superstitions and stuff are still in right. me yeah but that's kind of where it
3: ends really mm-hmm.
1: i haven't really been able- like i haven't been back there in so long so i've been in the culture and stuff for a long time mm-hmm. so that's kind of where yeah i'm still sitting as a banana mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm
0: Mm what would rosanna be
2: okay um personally i don't like using these terms (laughs) but yeah you you know you can use them it's fine i just don't want
0: (laughs) to rosanna just leaves
3: (laughs) she's just (laughs) sitting here like "Uh."
0: Um, but yeah how do you feel Mm -hmm. as an adult and now you're Mm -hmm. you know part of a chinese church
3: Mm -hmm.
0: so how is that like do you feel weird or out of place
2: um hmm. i guess like it is weird because, um, I did actually go back to the Philippines, um, in, like, 2019. Well, yeah. yeah, I think. Um, it wasn't, maybe it was 20, I don't know, Some sometime recently. And, um, it was for a family reunion. Um, and it was really weird because, like, my, my family, like, my mom was, like, going back and being, like, oh, this is home. Do you remember this? And, like, the last time I went, I was, like, 10. And it's, like, this doesn't feel like home to me, but it feels like it should because Mm -hmm. everyone else has such, like, a warm feeling towards the place. And, like, I I do because I associate it with, like, childhood trips. But, like, I also, like, I as an adult like it's so much harder to connect to my relatives you know like as a kid it's like a language barrier it doesn't matter you can just play whatever and it's fine but um like as an adult it's like oh like our just like what we enjoy doing and like what our life focuses is is so different and it's so hard to talk to like relatives about that just because of the background and like also um like language barrier stuff because i know like my my relatives can speak english but a lot of them were really nervous to talk to me in english and like they like didn't really (laughs) want to talk to me in english um but i can understand visaya so it was frustrating because i could hear them talking and i was like i can still talk to you and i understand you they weren't talking
1: to you in visaya
2: they they, or were they they just
0: weren't talking to They're you? Were they
1: talking no, to you at all. <laughs> I
2: think like they they felt like they had to talk to me in English. Oh, I see, yeah. Um, because they weren't sure how much Bzaya I could understand mm, because yeah. I'm like you know I'm like Canadian, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, to them, so then it's like, yeah, I don't know. It, it's just like confusing and it it feels weird because it's like these people are family and yet like there's just so much space between us. Yeah.
0: Um i have a pun <laughs> that was one of the <laughs> use okay you should have been like that's besides the point we can have a conversation
1: i think yeah. we should go when you
0: said it i was just like i need to say it <laughs> fair enough you gotta
2: get it out and um did
0: you feel like you when you went to the philippines i think that was like mm-hmm. 2018 actually 2018 because you left us in choir
3: oh yeah he remembers <laughs>
0: Um, did you feel like there was any kind of like culture shock to you
2: um
0: or that you kind of knew like kind of most of the culture but it was just like you knew that you weren't really a part of it or couldn't really relate
2: yeah um i think i felt more okay because like um i'm aware that like going to the philippines i have like a certain level of white privilege because there's like all that like um people with lighter skin in the philippines are kind of like seen as like i don't know more wealthy and well yeah off. Oh. yeah so mm-hmm. and as a kid i was just like this is great everyone <laughs> thinks i'm really cute and like Man, this is awesome as an adult i'm like i just I want stand to- out too much yeah. ah. and and it, it feels bad like be i don't know because it's like um it feels bad to complain about because it's like in a way i'm like complaining about having privilege you know but then at the same time I just want to be like accepted by my family and seen as Filipino.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um so then it's it's just it's just like uncomfortable and like the whole time I was there I was just like struggling with my personal identity Aww. and very like clearly being treated different. Um, just like, you know, by by other Filipino people. Mm-hmm. Um and like I remember going to a restaurant and um like in the Philippines you eat with like a like a spoon and a fork, right? Like that's mm-hmm. like culturally just how the eating goes um and like i wasn't really raised to do that i was i was raised to like eat with my hands and stuff but i i do that less now i think Mm -hmm. um but like i went to a restaurant and um they had like a, a fork and a spoon um and then i was like eating there by myself and halfway or like Right before I started eating, the waiter just passed me a knife, oh. <laughs> and I was just like, mm, "That's weird." Yeah. Okay. And I was like, "I get it." You, you're like, "Oh, this like you know this person's white." You know they probably want a knife or something. And then I was just like, "Yeah, it's uncomfortable." Um. And I made an art piece about it.
3: So. Oh. Yeah. We nice it. Expression. Yeah. We're just gonna put
0: it right here.
3: <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good.
0: Um, that's like I. F- I have a thought. I had a thought today while I was was putting the document together about if, let's say, we were Caucasian or you were fully Caucasian, and we went to that, like, to Philippines or Hong Kong, Mm -hmm. it would have been like, "Oh, look, cool, it's a tourist." Yeah, whatever, and you would feel totally fine. You're like, "Oh, this is awesome culture of learning Mm -hmm. how to do this." But because we are our ethnicity, it's like I feel like I need to understand this, but I can't understand it. Yeah, like when I, I went to Hong Kong in. 2016 so the last time I went was I think around 10 years or 15 years before Mm -hmm. and I still remembered what's really cool is I still remember like the apartment we stayed at how to walk there from the station like we got there and I was like oh we just go through this park and my parents are like what how do you remember this (laughs) um but I was like I look 100 I am 100% Chinese but I do not fit in like I am this (laughs) westernized Chinese boy walking around in my shorts and t-shirt because it was so hot there in December, but everyone else was wearing their like Jack winter jackets and stuff all speaking like Chinese. And then I'm speaking English to my parents. Right. And it was like, wow, like, I feel so out of place, mm-hmm. but I understand everybody, but I can't talk to you.
1: That's how I felt when I went to the Philippines too. You just kind of feel almost like a little bit of an alien mm. when you go there. Cause it's so apparent. I guess when you're there and they know that you're not from there because I'm not like I'm not I guess when you imagine Filipinos you usually imagine them like super dark skinned right Mm -hmm. like I'm not that so whenever I went somewhere I'd walk in you could hear them all speaking together like oh wow look at her her skin's so white Mm -hmm. like wow I remember going swimming we were we were swimming in a pool and I was like swimming around I could hear these strangers all saying that around me like wow, look at her skin it's so white and me as a kid I'm just like looking at my skin like is that bad like and being like self-conscious about that as a kid is like crazy does that affect you now now i don't care Mm -hmm. (laughs) because yeah it just is what it is but like as a kid it's weird Mm -hmm. considering i never heard it growing up until i went to the philippines that's
0: like okay i know that in a lot of asian cultures like lighter skin is like the ideal like in terms of like fashion and stuff right i know like i think yeah. and mm-hmm. also like they love fair light skin i guess chinese too like especially like opera they always wear like, very very pale skin but i never really heard about that before like for yeah. me that's so maybe maybe more for people who identify as girls and mm. and maybe that's why i don't mm-hmm. know
1: yeah I don't know like they have a lot of like skin whitening creams and stuff there that's true, like yeah. soaps and lotions, and I think there's even like pills is what I've heard mm. too, which I think is sketchy, but Ske- sketchy yeah. sketchy, yeah,
3: hmm
0: wow okay that's this is all very interesting to me <clears throat> okay <laughs> Wait, you think I was gonna punch you in yeah. the face? <laughs> I saw I said banana. <laughs>
1: Um, I was gonna say, do you think that people if like if they were going to visit our countries, do you think that a fully Caucasian person would get treated differently or better than say, if we were to go visit Yes,
0: um so the reason why is I think that well generally people love Canadians right, mm-hmm. and um when they when I know in Hong Kong when they see somebody who's white or caucasian and if they learn the language they're like super ecstatic Mm -hmm. like they're like oh my gosh you are amazing handsome man like like come buy my goods Um, but i saw a lot right i saw a lot of like if they're a tourist oh yeah don't worry like they're very patient but if you like like i try to order something in chinese they're like talk to my dad what do you want like like i I experienced that and there's one time where i'm like like my parents are like because I was so shy of speaking because I knew I knew that I was not fluent. Like, for example, if I was in Vancouver or Richmond and I would buy something, I would I would be more comfortable saying it because, like, you know, I'm in Richmond. They kind of know that maybe some kids don't speak fluent. Mm-hmm. But when I was in Hong Kong, I was like, literally was like, parents, please order, so, order for me because I am really nervous and I don't want to like break broken Chinese. And so like, I, <laughs> I got the courage enough to do it. I go up and then I say it and they're like, they look at me. And I know I said it right and then they asked my parents like right and so like they could hear it in my Chinese um but it's really interesting because in Hong Kong it's pretty much bilingual now it's pretty much um Cantonese and English like Mm -hmm. everything if you if you two were to move there you you'd be able to live because everything's translated Hmm. that's cool um but still for me like when I went in look like full Chinese I was just like (laughs) like I felt like I was just like you know I completely understand everything everyone's saying I know what's happening around me although my language did like um, reactivate like when I got there I remember all these characters I know what that says I know what that means like I learned so much in the three weeks I was there but
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah I feel like people treat people who are different better than people who are supposed to be part of their community or culture Mm
1: -hmm. I think that's unfortunate it it's a bit discouraging for the people that like that are the same nationality, but want to, I guess, experience it or fit in more. It's discouraging. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: What are we talking about now? <laughs> <laughs> Where's um, our? You know what? Thing. Okay, so I find that it's really interesting now, as we're in adults now. I see, definitely see a lot more uh, diversity and more, whether it is like third, fourth generation families like that are either Asian or whatever, and or mix, I see so much more of it. And I'm really curious to see what happens with that. Like I'm really curious is like, I know there are, you know, may I say a Chinese family is raised in Japan. Mm -hmm. fluent japanese but they don't speak any chinese like i feel like things are going to change a lot in the in the future
1: that's exciting i think that's good
0: it's very exciting yeah i think hopefully that lifts up boundaries of some sort like i think like i mean there's so many people who just learn languages and it's like cool that they can do that and go to the country and speak the language and be completely fluent in it Um, and I just hope this becomes more of a norm rather than a weird thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I know that for me, it was definitely difficult. Like, I don't know about you two, but like not really being able to speak fluently to family and like, especially my grandma, like, um, because my grandparents, she was the only one left pretty much when I was, when I was young, because most of them passed away, um, pretty when I was young and um my dad's mom didn't speak Cantonese she spoke a village dialect Mm. but I remember just like oh I can talk to all my family members in Chinese and or broken Chinese because they know on English but my grandma doesn't know English and I always felt so ashamed I think that I couldn't carry the conversation Mm
1: -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so is English something that's not generally taught in China or is it just like the smaller villages where they don't like, say um, you're in, like, Hong Kong, would they yeah. teach English in school?
0: So, yeah. So now, it is more common. Mm-hmm. Um, English is pretty much taught to everybody. Yeah. Um, but I guess my mom, around my mom's time, they didn't, mm-hmm. right? So, like, my grandma didn't really learn English. And when she was here, um, she had her kids and her husband to take care of that. So she didn't have to learn the language. But now, um, I know, like, when even when I was in Hong Kong, I think the hardest part when I was in Hong Kong, like, there were kids who go to private um English schools completely fluent English and Chinese and I'm just like wow I'm only half of you (laughs) you know like um and even to this day I always tell my parents I I I really want to learn Chinese but I don't like other than my parents I don't like a lot of my Chinese friends don't speak Chinese Hmm. yeah a lot of my Chinese friends are who have worse Chinese than I do um which is really interesting Mm. yeah
2: that's how I feel about uh, Bisaya, cause it's not like a main um, like, like it's not the official language of the Philippines, and like a lot of um, like Filipinos that I meet here speak Tagalog. So I'm like, I want to know more Bisaya, but then it's like, it's just my family I would be talking to, and they already like speak to me in like English and a little Bisaya. So I feel like it would be weird to just transition to me trying to speak Bisaya to them all the time, and also it's like. Like, it, I feel like it's hard to ask someone to teach you a language that they've been, like, speaking their whole life. Because it's, like, like if someone was to ask me to teach them English, like, I wouldn't know how to do that. Yeah. So I understand that, like, they can't really do that for me. Because they're <laughs> not, like, teachers. They just speak the language, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, so so it, it feels it's like something i've been thinking about because i'm like if if i have kids i want them to know bisaya but like i barely know any so then it's like I, I don't know but then it feels weird to make the effort to teach my kid bisaya if they wouldn't be speaking it really either so
1: yeah. i'm the same. i was thinking the same thing too because like i'm not super fluent in tagalog either but i want my kids yeah to know it but uh-huh. then it's like yeah if i don't speak it myself then how are they supposed to I figure I just send them to my mom. Oh, <laughs> here, mom. Here you go. Teach them the, <laughs> And that could be a way. Right. But it is also hard, especially if you're going to raise them here. Like, everything is in English. Yeah. Unless you just specifically have Filipino TV mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, books and stuff. That's actually is, good. Is though.
0: there, like, Filipino Dora? <laughs> is there such a thing?
1: I don't really follow Filipino TV. Okay, we need to figure
0: this out. We need to find all, <laughs> sure like, there's... the cartoons they watch.
1: Filipinos like to, like, make knockoff versions of westernized movies so i'm sure there must be something that's hilarious to (laughs) me yeah
2: there's definitely like um filipino dubs of like anime and stuff like (laughs) like, i've heard i haven't seen this firsthand but like i think my cousins have mentioned it so like maybe there's just a filipino dub of dora (laughs) i don't know there must be yeah somewhere
0: um now that like I'm so sorry, someone just messaged me on Facebook and we're all just like, what is that noise? Um, I hope they stop messaging me. Um, but anyways. Actually, no, continue messaging me, any friends. Um Oh my oh gosh, my God. <laughs> Wait, let me mute my computer.
2: <laughs> it's fine. I can adjust my legs because they're going numb. <laughs>
0: okay. Um what I was gonna say was that like it's interesting now that Daniel has a child. And um, your mic is falling <laughs> some technical difficulties good
3: yes better
0: okay. okay Um, Dan has a child and Daniel is married to his wife who speaks Mandarin right and so Daniel's Chinese is worse than mine Um, and for me it's like Okay, so this child is probably going to be fluent in Mandarin. Like, for sure, going to be fluent in Mandarin. But how about Cantonese? Mm-hmm. And then, for me, it's like, sauce is married to somebody who speaks Mandarin. Oh. And so their kid is probably going to be fluent in Mandarin.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But how about Cantonese? Mm-hmm. Like, so, for me, it's like, like, in terms of being like a poon. Like I was like, well, we need to keep our language, right? And so I remember just talking to him, just like, Mom, Dad, speak Cantonese only to the child. Right. So then at least the kid can understand and, and learn the language. Right. And cause I feel like it's such an important thing. Like I definitely feel I regret not taking Chinese school like more, um, seriously when I was younger, but it was hard because all my friends spoke English. I didn't have to use my Chinese anywhere, mm-hmm. but as an adult now I'm like, oh, dang, I wish I was fluent. Um, but now like i talked to daniel kind of like a joke i was just like the ch- the kid needs to learn cantonese so then um if the kid ever talks behind your back to your wife you can
3: talk behind your back to your kid <laughs> <laughs> don't don't do that it's terrible but it's just a
0: funny just like just making sure that they learn cantonese right and mm-hmm. i i told my parents I'm like if i ever have kids like i'm just gonna be like take them <laughs> take them <laughs> yeah. because i want them to learn i can't teach them because i'm not fluent. Mm-hmm. um but yeah it's definitely something i wish i took more seriously when i was younger yeah did you guys ever do like school like i guess like lessons with family or
1: like filipino school isn't really a thing
3: Oh, well, I guess. That yeah. I know of, at least.
2: I, I heard that there's, like, Filipino
1: immersion in Vancouver, but really? maybe that's not
2: what? true. Whoa. I bet if, if, nobody, ooh, if nobody knows about it, like, I
1: don't think it's true. That's actually... I wish that I hope that because right that'd be super yeah. nice. Yeah, that would be nice. I wish we had that, because I, I guess, yeah, we just had our parents talking to us, mm-hmm. and that is helpful, to a point. Yeah. To a point. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've definitely, like... um Cause I just, I used to just live with my mom and then I lived with like my aunt and uncle and cousins for a while and they like speak Bisaya to each other. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, when I was living with them, I could understand Bisaya like pretty well. Um, And now I'm just living with my mom again. And um, I went to go see my family recently, like my cousins and my aunt and uncle, um, and they were talking and they said something to me and I couldn't understand (gasps) it. And it really freaked me out. So
1: does your mom speak English to you at home? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, she like uses like like some of the the terms that she uses is kind of just like what you would use to talk to like a kid. So Mm -hmm. like stuff like um well not so much now because I'm like an adult, but like growing up it would be like, oh like don't don't do that or like come eat or like go to sleep or something or like I'm mad at you, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um so then it's like I only know how to say that stuff. (laughs) And like the other stuff, it's like um um I was like trying to learn Beside recently and words that i thought were just random like filler words like um and like stuff like that actually mean something and i didn't know that because i can understand some words and then the other ones i was like oh that's just filler and i'm like nope
1: these are important to the sentence structure interesting because you never actually took any formal school yeah i have
0: research so apparently Back in 2015, there was a campaign for Tagalog language education in BC public schools.
1: That's cool. In public schools, yeah. What so what
0: happened? I cannot read fast because I am dyslexic, <laughs> okay. but um, it just generally said that people were just petitioning because a lot of there's a lot more Filipinos coming into Canada and BC. That's cool. And so I, you know, I would not be surprised that they actually did it. Like in the next couple of years. That's
1: really cool. That would be nice. That would be really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Send
0: your kids over there. <laughs> Send <laughs> your future kids over there. Um, yeah, that was a lot. I learned a lot about you two in this episode. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else that you would like to bring up to the the watchers or the fans, Rosanna?
2: Mm, like specific issues or do you want me to like plug my social media (laughs) (laughs) do whatever you want (laughs) um i will give my social media links and maybe to be put
1: in the description we'll post them somewhere (laughs) okay on the screen on on top of rosanna maybe yeah on on top of rosanna
0: rosanna thank you so much coming thank in you. today um that's a lot of fun mm-hmm. and i feel like we could talk about this for hours um but like we've been like i always tell this to catherine we've been friends for so long but i don't know anything about this about your life and i think it's such a cool thing to learn about and and the similarities but the differences um yeah i really enjoyed listening to your story and i hope we talk about mo- this more outside of a podcast episode uh, but yeah, yes sure. thank you for joining us today We are actually going to be doing a little game with Rosanna which will be on YouTube so if you would like to see that, see us um, hopefully not fail, succeed, that's the word, um, please make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and you can check that out. I think we're going to put more of our game content on there just so you want to, we want you guys to subscribe and uh, watch us on there. Um, Yeah. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.